What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 155 of your favorite podcast, the Grodi Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mahaley. Today, I am so low because Brandon is out with COVID. We send him our well wishes and he will be back as soon as possible. But today, I'm going to talk to you about five things you might not want to fucking hear. But I think you're going to love it. As always, Grodi Podcast brought to you by Revive Summons, brought to you by Raw Summons. Just go Mahaley at checkout. Please leave us a five-star rating and review, and that'll put you in the running for our weekly $100 Amazon gift card giveaway. Get ready, y'all. I'm bringing the fire by myself. I'll see you inside. Well, I shaved my legs, so I guess you could say things are getting uh, pretty serious over here in this whole contest prep situation. You know, you know, like, my guys and my girls out there, um... When you just like shave your legs and like they've never really been shaven for like quite some time, um, or like if you're if you're a bodybuilding competitor, like it's the first time you've ever shaved your legs. I mean, you kind of feel like a dolphin, but like everything just kind of sticks to you for a few days. Like, man, it I don't know, it's like a little bit annoying. And actually, I'm looking at it right now and I see I, I unfortunately missed some spots while I was in the shower. Oh well, well, first ever solo podcast, a little bit weird. Um, Brandon is out for some COVID. Uh, he needs uh, quarantine because you know Megan be twenty five and about yeah, about twenty five days out tomorrow. Um, myself being about nine weeks out, we need to you know, just kind of take all the precautions necessary, make sure nothing happens, uh, nothing gets wonky. Um, so. It might just be me. Well, I have a couple guests coming in this week, um, but you know, I hope you guys don't get too bored for me. First, I'm like, I'm not real sure where to look. Um, it's a little interesting. It's a little interesting. I don't really have anyone to talk to. Got Mister Ohio Trophy here. I guess I can talk to him. Um, so, I want to talk to you guys about five things that might make you slightly uncomfortable to hear, slightly uncomfortable to know, and just I think these are all things that honestly matter more than what the face value will be because having a you know true understanding of um you know of each of these concepts which i want to dive into with you guys i truly believe can kind of take us into being a next level human like and know why we're here like we're literally all here to become a next level human you know whether you're here for the bodybuilding stuff for the personal growth stuff for the entrepreneurial um items whatever you're here for we all just literally want to improve and i remember being in a place where like man like i know what i want and everything seems so fucking far away i remember just like feeling stuck for so long in my life, like I was in, like I was on a conveyor belt that just never ended and it just like kept rerunning and rerunning. Um, like my, my entire life was kind of like a rerun, just, I got a little older, um, and I wasn't really getting wiser or anything, but that's how I felt at least. And I always talk about the miners where, you know, the minor meme where one is turned away when he's only a couple swings away from the treasure and the other one's still swinging towards the treasure and obviously gets the treasure. Like I, 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 every single day that becomes more and more apparent for me in terms of, you know, the bodybuilding, the coaching, the professional, the romantic, the personal, um, and the entrepreneurial, um, and the spiritual elements of me, I feel like you just, you just keep chipping away until you kind of become this refined product that you, um, you know, kind of that you always wanted to be, right? But the further you go on your journey, the further, the further the end goal kind of seems, right? Like, as a bodybuilding coach, in terms of knowledge, 
when I was 21, I felt like I knew way more than I know now. Because the more you know, the less you realize you actually know. And it's kind of holds true over across the board, right? Life's kind of like one big gamble. It's like, it's just, it's, it's one big gamble of, hmm, is this the right move to make? Is this like the right thing to do? Like, what am I supposed to do here? And how am I supposed to do it? How am I supposed to execute, right? So there's a couple um, behavior hacks, maybe, for lack of better terms, I want to run over with you guys. This one is so important. This is something I struggle with daily. I'm calling myself out on because I'm that person of when I have X, Y, or Z, I'm going to be X, Y, or Z. If you don't love yourself today, you won't love yourself when you make it. You have to fix that before anything else. You know, I think that's very, very, very true. You know, your worth for yourself, your appreciation for yourself, your love for yourself, your overall relationship with yourself is honestly, it's it's never going to change based off success in your professional life, your romantic endeavors. It's going to change because you're putting the work in on yourself, for yourself, by yourself, you know, day over day over day. Not everyone needs to know everything you're going through, everything you're working through X, Y, Z, right? I'm kind of more of a, um, a doer rather than a teller. After I do something, I'll tell you all about it. And I won't hold back on telling you all about it, talking about it, boasting about it. I get proud of myself when accomplishments and achievements are, are made, right? Like when the box gets checked, it makes me really, really, really proud, but I've always struggled with, it's just never enough. And I've struggled with this in every, you know, really every phase of my life that I, that I mentioned. It's like, it's never enough or there's always something more or, you know, yeah, truly just more, more, more deeper, deeper, deeper. Um, you know, just keep pushing, um, keep battling, keep grinding out. Right. But I think it took me to actually like getting to my rock bottom after my last breakup. When I got to my rock bottom, that's kind of where, where I found my self-appreciation. And that's kind of where I found my self-worth. And when you really find that, nobody can take that away from you. I remember there were really nasty things being said about me. And it sucks, right? It's like you want to stink up for yourself and, you know, you want to combat you know, the bullshit with the truth. But the reality is people have their minds made up already. So I needed to put my efforts into my clients, first and foremost, the athletes that trust me to lead them towards their goals. And I need to put work into myself. And I need to you know, do the steps that it takes to just gather myself, better myself, pick myself up off the fucking floor. Um, and, you know, that I, I think really getting knocked down like that, that's really where I found my self-worth. And that's where I found appreciation for what I bring to the table. And, you know, I kind of remember coming around to that and it just, it felt good. It's like, man, you fi I finally got there. But I had so many opportunities before I got to that rock bottom place. I had so many opportunities to find that. And I had so many opportunities to, you know, search for it, work on X, Y, Z. And I didn't take the steps appropriate and needed because I kind of always poured my energy into other things that served me more than I was, you know, going to be able to serve myself because of where I was in my relationship with myself, right? Like you have a partner and you have successful business and you have bodybuilding and you have good friends and you live in a cool city. Like you got to pour all of your effort and focus into those things. 
to distract you from the reality of, oh, fuck, I'm not close to where I want to be or need to be. And through that, you kind of, you know, through being at that rock bottom place, through really truly finding myself, finding what I bring to the table, um, you know, instilling the confidence in myself. Hey, when I show up to the motherfucking table, there's a lot coming with me, right? I bring X, Y, and Z. It made me a better friend. It made me a better coach. Made me a better competitor. It made me a better overall person. And I encourage you, do the things that it takes now to achieve self-love, self-appreciation, and understanding the value that you bring to the table. Because when you achieve X, Y, Z, when you find the girl of your dreams, or you get the career that you've always wanted, or you win a bodybuilding show, nothing changes unless you're in a good place yourself. Actually, after I won Mr. Ohio, after that, about three, four weeks after that, was the most, uh, second most depressed I've ever been in my life. In that while, I achieved this massive goal. Something that means so much to me. It was the second most I've ever, I've ever been depressed in my life. I, I was in a terrible, terrible mental place because I was so fucking focused on that one thing and that one item that I put all of my self-worth into achieving that. I achieved it and bam, it was gone. All of that focus that you had, it went 100 to zero. And your entire self-worth was put into obtaining that status of Mr. Ohio. Now it's gone. Now what's next? Where is it? Where do you go? Where do you turn? So, you know, during my off-season phase, which was, what, 16 months? About 16 months. You know, I worked every single day on bodybuilding being a part to a whole of the value I bring to the table. Look, don't get me wrong, there's a ton of value, the self-value that I put in winning. Losing is very, very bad for my overall health. Kind of is for everybody, right? If you're competitive by nature, losing is not good for your overall health and well-being. But being in a place where you're too hyper-focused on one item and not focused enough on things that long-term actually matter is fleets. It goes. It comes in waves. And you've got to be able to ride that wave out, not just you know, sink down to the bottom or, you know, be on top. You have to be even keel. And I feel like my approach to this prep is much more so. Number two, skin in the game is what matters. Be careful who you take advice from. I can't take advice from a bodybuilding coach that doesn't look like a bodybuilder. I can't take advice from a business coach that doesn't make more money than me. I can't take advice from a business coach that doesn't even own a house. I, why, why would I ever buy? Why would I, no, why would I take, why would I take a Mercedes to a mechanic who's only ever fucking worked on Toyota? It's going to be different, right? Skin in the game matters. Well, he promises you X, Y, Z. Well, that doesn't mean shit if there's not actual life experiences that happen behind it that have taught you how to do these things. If you're a 20-year-old life coach, you should probably try living some fucking life first. Before you try to help other people, you have nothing figured out. I'm about to turn 28, which damn, for some reason, that sounds old to me. Christ, no offense people older than me. I truly don't mean it in that way. 28 just sounds really fucking old. I remember the simpler times. I'm about to turn 28. I have nothing fucking figured out. <laughs> I don't have the answers to goddamn anything. I know how to troubleshoot a protocol. I know how to get somebody peeled. I know how to put on some muscle. 
Other than that, I don't really have any fucking answers. So it's always funny for me to see people who think they have all these answers. You know, the people who need help the most are usually the ones who are offering all the self-help advice all over social media and whatnot. Those are usually the fucking people who need help the most. And goddamn, I have a lot of anecdote that'll back that and support that. Skin in the game is what matters. Are you doing it yourself? Are you in the fucking trenches? Or are you on the sideline? Are you the man in the arena? Or are you the guy outside the arena analyzing every single fucking play call that the offensive coordinator makes acting like you can read the defense and execute the offense better than the quarterback can. Which one are you? You're either the quarterback or you're the guy outside who can't even afford tickets to get in. The issue is not a lot of quarterbacks. The quarterbacks are also much quieter and much more reserved than the people outside who can't even fucking afford tickets to get in, right? Be careful who you take advice from. Skin in the game is what matters, this is a big one. This is like a, it's like throwing shade at the old me. Some people can't be saved. They're stuck for a reason. They're there for a reason. Not everyone can be saved. And for all of my saviors out there who listen to this, that you know, put you pour your self worth into uh, you know helping other people, allowing other people to you know drain your battery to try to jumpstart theirs. It's not always going to work. And when someone's fucking helpless, you need to be able to walk away. I made my personal life miserable for for almost a year, about 11 and a half months. Because I couldn't fire an employee that really fucking needed fired. Because I had an emotional attachment to trying to help and fix that person. And for 11 and a half months, my brand was being belittled by that person's talents and their capabilities because they weren't what they once were. Every single night, I would think about it. Every single day, I would complain about it. I would come up with all these plans of how we're going to do it, and I would never follow through. I pulled away from my self-worth to give someone an opportunity who had fucked their opportunity up so many times and I'm begging and pleading for them to not fuck it up this time and guess what they do? They fuck it up again. Then I give them another opportunity, another opportunity, another opportunity. You guys, you know how much better my life's been since the problem's been gone? You know how much better business has been since the problem's been gone? Get rid of the issue. Get rid of the toxic. Just cut it out. Some people are just stuck in a fucking cave and they truly don't want your help They don't want anybody's help because they don't want to help themselves. They enjoy being the center of misery, a center of mediocrity, because when you're mediocre and when you're miserable, you get pity attention because you are pitiful and you're helpless and you have to rely on someone. And when, when, when you're helpless, there's always going to be someone to rely on. There's always going to be someone to lean on. There's always going to be someone that you just can become a parasite to their life. And unfortunately, I've been surrounded by people like this, you know, who I care a lot about. But they're parasites. You have to get rid of those. You have to mitigate the issue because it is pulling away from your self-value, your self-worth in the journey that you're on. You're going to expel so much fucking energy into this person that you are going to end up losing yourself and losing your fucking mind along the way. Don't let yourself get there. If someone doesn't want to fucking change, stop trying to make them change. 
And honestly, one of the most painful places you can be is when you realize everyone who cared about you gave up on you. The people who call you on your shit gave up on you. They don't call you on your shit anymore because it never changes. The people who make you feel like you're okay the way you are in your miserable, mediocre life, they don't give a fuck about you. They truly don't care about you. Care is when you hold someone to a standard, a standard that excels their personal life. If you're on me, I hold you to a very high standard. I lose a lot of fucking friends over that. I offend a lot of people over that. But I expect you to be great because you've got a little bit of greatness inside of you. Every single person has a little bit of greatness inside of you. It's so fucking easy to be average. It takes something special to be special. Why would I want to be around average? Why would you want to be around average? If you're surrounding yourself with average and you're allowing the average to drain your battery, you're pulling your special away and it's pulling you back. It's holding you back. I promise you that. Next one, impact. Changing one person's life should be the goal of each and every single one of us because from there, it's a pinball effect. You don't need a million followers to change the world. You listening to this, you already inspire people that you don't even know exist. There are people who know you. There are people who see you, who hear you, who try to understand you, who put energy into you, who invest in you, that you don't even know exist. That's true for every single one of us, and that's fucking power right there. We all have the power to impact. We all have the power to change. We all have the power to make one person's life better. And guess what happens when you make one person's life better? The chances that they pass that on to someone else and they elevate someone else are pretty fucking high. Well, it's a lot higher than the 0% chance that that happens if you don't make someone's life better, if you don't positively impact somebody, if you aren't kind to the stranger at the supermarket, you don't hold the door, you don't help the old lady pull the cart back. Do the things that it takes every single day. We all believe in positive karma, manifestation, all that stuff, right? I talk about it all the fucking time. So I'm, I'm assuming a majority of us you know, believe in it as well if you're still here listening. Do the little shit every day. That little shit adds up. You could spark a change in someone who sparks a change in hundreds. And those hundreds spark a change in thousands that goes to millions. You can, you can, you have the ability. I don't care what your social media presence is. Some of the most impactful people I know in the world have no social media presence. I know someone who works for the lar- one of the largest companies in, Amer- in the world, globally, has an unbelievably high position. They're based here in Austin. Unbelievable high position. You go to his Instagram. He has like three or 400 followers. He posts like some really fucking silly stuff, honestly. He has the dopest mustache you've ever seen. But it's not like his message is being heard by millions. But the amount of people that are impacted by his work who don't even know that he exists and he doesn't know they exist are around the world. In every single country in the world, he's impacting somebody with like two or 300 followers, right? So maybe you don't have this high up position as some globo company that's just, you know, one of the most massive companies in the world. That's fine. That's okay. You don't need that. What you do have 
is your own capability to just put a fucking smile on your face. Help someone out when it looks like they fucking need help. To do the things it takes to just be a good fucking person. How hard is it to just be a good person? If you're a good person to one person, I bet they pass that on to other people. And that right there is impact. That right there is what you want to strive and what you want to live for. My last one, you get what you want out of life. Every single one of us. And remember yesterday I said, you are right where you deserve to be. Everything that you've done has culminated to you being right here, right where you deserve to be. You get what you want out of life. You just have to want it badly enough. Honestly, what's your sacrifice? You want to do a bodybuilding show, but you still want to go out all the fucking time? You still want to have fun? You want to have a social life? Well, good, you're going to suck. You might win because you were in a class full of losers. Because you didn't compete against anyone who will bend over backwards to do literally whatever it takes to kick your ass. When I see clients who are in prep having a social life, I'm like, oh shit, I'm not pushing you hard enough. Then you got energy for that. <laughs> I'm not pushing you hard enough. My social life's been completely cut out, shut off. My social life is with my bed, my pillows. I have a great relationship with my pillows right now. I bought this thing called a chill topper. It's like a mattress topper, um, but it's like temperature regulated. And there's like, there's like these two, each side has a temperature regulated thing. So it's like a king size mattress topper and each side. Yeah. Each side can be like customized to whatever temperature you want. And so you know, I put it on like 62 degrees every night. It's like the room only has to be like 69, like 70, like whatever everyone else wants it at. But my bed, 62 degrees. You guys look into that. I, they should pay me for this fucking ad. I should reach out to them. They should definitely pay me for this ad. It's called, yeah, it's called like the chill topper. It was a little bit pricey, but my sleep has never been better. So I have this sleep um, number bed. And so I have the sleep IQ app. And before the chill topper, my average night was in the mid 60s. And since it, my average night's been high 80s. Really fucking cool, right? So it's helped a lot. I don't think anyone gives a fuck about that, but I just really wanted to tell you guys about it. I don't fucking know. I got it because I wanted it so fucking bad. See, see what I'm saying? That's my point behind this. I, I decided I wanted it, and so I got it. <laughs> so motivational. Your all-consuming desire. If it is your all-consuming desire, if what you want, this tangible item, that you feel like you cannot live without, that your destiny is put into this item, if you put your all-consuming desire into it, you will get it. You cross the T's and you dot the I's every single day. Life is a bitch for people who don't put effort into things, who won't sacrifice for things, who bitch and complain about never making forward progress, but they never do anything to change their habits that keep them so fucking average. Life is not very easy for those people. It is amazing what happens when you put in the amount of effort that yields true results. And just like I talked about yesterday, it is a higher level of effort than what you're anticipating right now. We all have more to give. Did you do your 168 that I talked about yesterday? Did you track down how many wasted hours you have in a week? You can put all of that wasted energy into making something fucking happen. You can change your life with it. And people think life-changing shit takes five, six, seven, eight years. Really? 
In three years, I went from $98,000 to $2.9 million within Team Mahaley. Three years. Because I put the effort in to make that happen. You can achieve it. You can do it. You can make it fucking happen. But you've got to want it that fucking bad. I went from a last place men's physique competitor to Mr. Fucking Ohio in three and a half years. I'm not genetically gifted. I just fucking want it really bad. And I'll do anything it takes to get it. And when you adopt that mindset and that mentality, and you allow your competitive drive to just run fucking free, run fucking rampant, you can achieve anything. There's nothing off the fucking plate. I feel like if I really put my mind to wanting to be president of America, the fuck, I don't think I'm actually, I don't think I'd actually win the election. But I think I would, I would throw my fucking hat in the pile. I might make the fucking, I might make, what's that called when they're all out there, when there's like 16 fucking candidates out there? Um, the, 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 the words slip me right now and you guys are like screaming it out loud at your fucking radios and I just like, the telepathy is not working here. We're broken, damn it. But I think I might make it to that first round. I might debate somebody. I don't fucking know. I love debating. <laughs> you get what you want out of life, but you got to want it badly enough. You got to sacrifice. You got to put forth the effort. You got to focus. You got to cut the bullshit, cut the loose shit. One, six, eight. What is your one, six, eight? How much energy are you wasting? What are you doing to elevate yourself today? Episode 155. I'll see you next time.